Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you very much, Rita Cosby. And here is the topic at hand at this hour. There are a few different ways to say this. But if you come for the king, you best not miss. It bears repeating. If you come for the king, you best not miss. Former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says he regrets resigning over what he calls a bogus sexual harassment uh, investigation and is not ruling out running for office again, possibly for state attorney General, my point is this. He should run, and here's why. If for no other reason, you, the voters, should decide his fate, this situation, you, the voters, should have the final say on this ongoing battle, if you will, between Cuomo and New York State Attorney General Letitia James. 1-800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Five criminal investigations of Cuomo have concluded without charges. And as I said when the AG's report came out that I didn't believe it was worth the paper that it was printed on, not to minimize the allegations that were made by the women making the allegation against Cuomo, but because a a quick reading of the document and you knew that it was not going to hold up in court, that the AG's report would not hold up in court. So, The five criminal investigations of Cuomo have concluded without charges. And Cuomo says he should not have bowed to public pressure to resign and that he may run again, but only after, and by the way, he uh, made these comments to Bloomberg News, but only after he has, in his words, exposed New York State Attorney General Letitia James for going after him 
publicly. His brother, as we all know, Chris, was fired from CNN for helping him through the scandal. The the bombshell investigation of Cuomo, a former state attorney general himself, uh, found that he had secretly uh, harassed at least 11 women. And that report, as we all know, led to his resignation and um, the assembly report that said it was enough evidence of sexual misconduct. In fact, that it was, quote, overwhelming. It's important to point this out. And we're going to your telephone calls in just a second. Cuomo has always maintained his innocence and says he stepped down because he did not want to be a distraction for the state. Something else I want you to keep in mind. I'm going right to the telephone calls in just one second. Cuomo is sitting on quite the war chest. $16 million. $16 million. And on the possibility of a run against Letitia James, Cuomo says, quote, vindication is not the reason to run for office. I'll give you the reaction of the state attorney uh, general's office in just a second. They are blasting Cuomo. But let's go to the telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC 800-848-WABC 800-848-9222. Michael in New Jersey. Good morning and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Yeah, good morning. This guy is out of his mind. He is hallucinating. The, the fact with the women was all nonsense, but the people will never forget 15,000 senior citizens are in the cemetery because he let, the, let them come in, the sick ones, and infect the healthy ones. Mm-hmm. You think mm-hmm. the people are going to forget that? He's well, you know, you know what, you know what Michael? Of all, if he runs, he won't, he won't lose. He'll be destroyed. Really? I, I'm, I'm not so sure about that. But, but Michael, it. I do agree with you that the issue of the senior citizens, that's not going away. Period. Never. never. Too many people, too, too many grandparents have, are dead. The people are not going to forget it. If he's smart, what he would do would say, well, I'm not going to run even though I know I'm go- I would win. You know, you go out a winner because if he runs and he gets thrown into the mud and the dirt, if he loses terribly, then, you know, he, it, it, it makes his reputation look terrible. He's better off saying, I could have beat her, but I decided not to run. Well, it's, it's going to be interesting. I thank you for the call, Michael. But to know Andrew Cuomo is to know the fact that he will never, ever get over the fact of what has happened with the state attorney general. And the truth of the matter is, uh, without Cuomo, uh, Letitia James may have never made it to statewide office. Uh, the only condition that he had for her to run on a ticket, if you will, with him was that she had to give up uh, the the backing of the Working Families Party, which she did. And then she ran on a ticket, if you will, with Andrew Cuomo. And the the issue that, that, that I need resolved, and I'm going to figure this out, folks, is what happened between Letitia James 
and Andrew Cuomo. Now, folks that have worked with Cuomo say that he can be a bit much at times. I don't know in terms of micromanaging, in terms of thinking that it's always got to be his way. I don't know if that's what happened, but something terribly happened with the relationship between these two Democrats, between these two Democrats. Stan in Forest Hills, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, let's get real here, okay? Let's okay. get real. A couple right. of months ago, I said, you know, he was going to uh, possibly come back. But uh, the comment made by the four, just previous caller is, uh, uh, you know, ridiculous. The death of the 15,000 was not his fault. Okay, let me say it exactly the way it is. Where were the families of these people? Where were they going to put them? In Central Park? In, right, uh, but that, but boat? that's but Stan, that's Just not fair. That's not set. that's not fair to the families. Because I, I feel terrible for them. Okay, yes, all right, absolutely. go ahead. But we were in a crisis. I think he can handle it, and I think he should run not for for Attorney General because I don't think that's the spot he needs to be in nationally. Let him run against Miss Gillibrand because I think she's out of sight and out of mind anymore, and I think he might run for better off running for United States Senate. And uh, not against uh, Schumer, but Schumer, I think, also said to him to resign. So he might go against him or her. I think that's his best shot. And national situation, then he can look back at the state of New York. Absolutely. Well, I, I don't see a scenario, uh, Stan, where he goes up against Schumer. They have somewhat of a he and Cuomo, Schumer and Cuomo. They have somewhat of a good working relationship. So I don't see exactly that. As it relates to Gillibrand, I'm not exactly sure, you know, but, but that is an interesting point that you make that you feel he should not run for state AG and should run for the U.S. Senate. But but can can he make it credible? Can he win, Stan, before I move on to the next call? Absolutely, I think he can if he makes the situation to the public as he does. He knows how to talk. I think if he, we let him talk and give his side and he talks about all the situations that happened, I think the public, many, will will vote for him. I would, absolutely. Wow. Well, thank you, uh, Stan, for that call. Now, in a a statement to Bloomberg News regarding the Cuomo uh, interview, and we're going right back to your telephone calls in just a second, a spokesperson for State Attorney General Letitia James says, quote, and I'm quoting here, it's important that I give you the perspective of the full comment here. No one, including Andrew Cuomo, can dispute the fact that multiple investigations found allegations of sexual harassment against him to be credible. Cuomo, by the way, uh, says that he's more upset about the CNN firing of his brother than he was about resigning from state office. But the the statement from the uh, state AG's office also goes on to say only he, a reference to Cuomo, is to blame for inappropriately touching his own staff and then quitting so he didn't have to face impeachment. And then the statement goes on, his baseless attacks won't change the reality. Andrew Cuomo is a serial sexual harasser. That's the statement according to the uh, state attorney general's office. Let's go to Michael in Manhattan. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Um, One thing that has not been mentioned 
well, I'll give you a couple of quick things. Number one, how big is his war chest? Is it something like 18 million or 16, 12 million? 16 or, million. 16. Okay, call me Pisha. 16 million. So he could be saying, hey, you know what? If I can throw enough dirt at Letitia, yeah, she's going to throw some stuff at me. But with all my money in my advertising, that's I, I tend to agree with you. He's not someone who gives up. But here's the other thing. Um, if all these women were making these accusations, they can't all be liars, right? So if they did not reach the bar of being able to bring it to trial, that does not necessarily mean that they weren't telling, uh, you know, that they didn't have truth on their side, but maybe Agreed. some of them didn't feel like being witnesses. And, and, Agreed. And Agreed. Agreed. Um, and, 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 what, and in the Albany case, the woman was willing to cooperate uh, with investigators, yeah. but the, the district only, attorney, the, David Soares, did not go forward. Right, and then that other stupid thing where the guy uh, started to throw the case into court and it was too early. There's something the Albany about Sheriff. That. Yeah, but here's the other one other question. There was a woman who worked for him, and it said she left his office disheveled. My question is, was she sheveled before she came in? Yeah, I, I don't exactly know. Uh, these are questions. All, all I can do, Michael, is go on the evidence that has been put forth by prosecutors. And what the prosecutors, the district attorneys, and five different jurisdictions have said is that they find uh, the allegations credible that have been made by the women. But at the end of the day, they decided not to go along with uh, prosecuting the cases. I thank you for the call. Let's go to Susan. Susan in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Susan, are you there? Susan's not there. Let's go to Gina. Gina in Brooklyn. Good morning. Gina's not there as well. Let's try Dominic in Wapping Just Fall. Dominic, are you there? Dominic, I'm here. <laughs> Hi, Dominic. How are you, man? All right. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Go right ahead. Let me let me tell you something. What is wrong with Stanley? Every time he talks, it's like it's like you're talking to a buffoon. Doesn't he realize he's saying, well, where are you going to put these these old people that had COVID? We had a ship. Did he forget about the, the military ship? Did he forget about um, the Javits Center with thousands of beds set up for these people? So what does Cuomo do? He takes all the old infected people and puts them in nursing homes. And Javits Center was was empty. The ship was empty. What is wrong with Stanley? Does he only want to listen to what he wants to listen to? I don't get it. I don't get people like that. How do you communicate with somebody like that? I wish that he was on the other line right now to uh, do a point counterpoint with you. But, Dominic, but he he is not. So the the million-dollar question is, would you vote for Cuomo uh, if he runs for office again? And, and what do you think will be the overwhelming sentiment should he decide to run? Hell no, I would never vote for that guy. I didn't like him. I don't like his brother. And his father is also the one that destroyed this this, this uh, state. you got to understand what these, these, these politicians, he's the most crooked politician. 
there is in, in the whole political uh, uh, arena. Cuomo is a crook. And I can't believe Stanley follows these people, says, oh, they're good people. Doesn't he see what's going on in this country? I just don't get liberals. I'm sorry, liberals, progressives, I don't get it. Even a moderate Democrat can't get it. Mm -hmm. Well, Dominic, it's it's always nice to uh, chat with you. And um, one thing I definitely agree with you with is I – I have a problem with uh, with some progressives um, as of late on the crime front. But tonight we are discussing, at least for now, Andrew Cuomo. And Cuomo says that he regrets resigning over what he calls a bogus investigation, a bogus investigation uh, in terms of sexual harassment and is not ruling out running again. More of your telephone calls when we return. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says he regrets resigning and may run again, setting up a potential uh, primary battle against a fellow Democrat, uh, State Attorney General Letitia James. Uh, I don't see him running for governor because right now the current governor, his former lieutenant governor, Kathy Hochul, is running strong. And I don't know if if she can... uh, lose at this point a primary. And so I don't see Cuomo, if he runs, running for governor again, at least for right now. I see him doing going along the path of what he did before, becoming state attorney general, and then hoping to become uh, governor uh, in his next stop again. You know, stranger things have happened, folks. Let's try Gina again uh, in Brooklyn. Good morning, Gina. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I'm sorry that the call dropped before. Okay. And um, I wanted to say, but somebody else already said this, but, you know, Mr. Trump sent the ship and uh, it was uh, rejected. So to say, I know Stanley speaks so emphatically, where were you going to put them? There were other places to put them. The senior so citizens. That's, was, yeah, the senior citizens that, you know, were sent to the nursing home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, do you, you know, see? Also, the, go ahead, go ahead, Gina. Oh, oh, also, I remember there was a short run with the commercial trying to shift the blame to Trump that he killed all those grandmas and grandpas. You know, it was really, really something you know funny going on there. Do you believe, so, Gina, that Cuomo can return to public office? Well, I really don't think so, but I know he's going to try hard, you know, um, but I, I really don't think so because it's just too much damage. Right. Well, Gina, I thank you for the call. Let's stay in Brooklyn. Let's go to Susan. Susan, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, yes. Hey, Dominic. Oh, Hi. It's good to hear you. Thank but, you. Very yes, kind not, of you to say. Yes. Not only the comfort ship, remember the Javits Center. And these were all things that Cuomo was shaking in his boots and saying, where's the ventilators? Which, of course, he had a chance in 2015 to uh, ramp up all of those um, uh, things, and, uh, like, like the ventilators, but chose not to. And then he's, like, quivering in his boots because he was so unprepared by his own ill preparation 
for anything. And and so, yes, between the Javits Center and the Comfort Ship, which my uh, sister in solidarity there in Brooklyn, Gina, brought up, uh, that's just like the tip of the iceberg. But you know what? If those two want to go at each other, let them do it, because then we could have, like, uh, uh, you know, a, 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 a Republican or independent come in and, you know, they, they would damage each other so much. I mean, she's actually, and the fact that, you know, she's from the Working Families Party. That's how she got in to the uh, city council. Right. Uh, but she so, had to give so, up. So she's left of left of left. Mm-hmm. She's corrupt of corrupt of corrupt. So, you know what? Let him go at it. Well, Susan, I, I thank you for the call. And Susan is making a very, very good point. Uh, based on history, you may recall, folks, two names, Fernando Ferrer and Mark Green. Tough, tough uh, primary, bitterly attacked each other, and they couldn't pull back on the, the, the mud. And because they couldn't pull back on attacking each other, Bloomberg was the Democratic nominee was so damaged, Bloomberg was able to, and, of course, running a good uh, fall campaign, and, and, of course, the money didn't hurt, but it wasn't all about the money. Bloomberg was able to come in and become elected, and that is what happens, and that is a strong possibility. you got to remember, folks, I, I mean, this may sound silly to some of you, but I don't know how Andrew Cuomo will define victory. Sometimes victory is winning. Sometimes victory can be, I may not win, but neither is she, meaning Letitia James. And that does open the arena, if you will, should Cuomo run for state attorney general, where another candidate could enter the race on the Democratic side or the Republican side, because you better believe Every rumor that Cuomo has heard about Letitia James and every rumor that Letitia James has heard about Cuomo will be television commercials against each other. Let's go now to Bergen County. Let's say good morning to John. John, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Kudos to you. You, Good morning. You've been talking about Andrew Cuomo being tough as nails from day one of this. And... I'm pretty impressed. I'm not a fan of the guy, but okay. I'm pretty impressed how he's come back. I do want to make one quick comment, though. Um, there had to be something to the allegations because he's too much of a fighter and too much of a gangster to have just walked away unless he knew there was something to some of these allegations. And I'd kind of like to hear your opinion on that. Well, John, you you raise a good point. But the the tide had turned against Cuomo in such a bad way when, and I'm not saying that it wasn't rightfully so maybe it was, but the tide had turned so badly where it was a death by a thousand cuts. And so he was going to have to go one way or the other, either he was going to go or the legislature was going to throw him out the door one way or the other. And so uh, looking back at it now, it appears John that he did the right thing because now the district attorneys, all five of them, have investigated and punted on each allegation 
uh, that's been made by the woman in their jurisdiction. And so thus, it opens the door for Cuomo to say, whether it's fully accurate or not, that he's been vindicated and that he could move on. And so, you know, it'll be interesting, and I thank you for the call, John. It'll be interesting. Cuomo runs again for office, and his brother Chris may face the biggest penalty involved because he, Chris Cuomo, has lost his job, his multi-million dollar job at CNN. Let's go to LQ in the Bronx. Good morning, LQ. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, blessings to all. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Good morning. Uh, this is uh, this is really <laughs> weird, but uh, uh, it's to me it seems like a, sh- a big sham. Uh, Letitia James and Como to me are very good friends, and uh, you, wait, 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 wait. You believe they're friends now? Yep. I, th- I think no. it's a sham. Can I finish? No, no, no. Can I finish? Yes. Yeah, sure. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to let you finish. But I, LQ, I just need to say this. I can't let people go on forever. So that's why I interrupted because I'm trying to get to the point. Go ahead. Okay. She knew that this was, case wasn't going nowhere in the beginning. It started, she said it stated it was an investigation. Um, there's no judge. It was no judge, no jury tri- trial. Uh, because uh, LQ, the state, the, for another position, but the state attorney her. general does not handle in this regard criminal matters. All she can do is refer it out to district attorneys, which is what she did. Right. That's why I think she knew she could more or less say what she wants to say, but unless it goes to a judge and jury, it ain't going nowhere. Right. Well, well, I thank you for the call, uh, LQ. Uh, she, the state attorney general, she didn't have any choice. She could not prosecute this matter herself. She referred it out to district attorneys, but but make no mistake about it, they are not friends. To know Andrew Cuomo is to know that he's out for blood, and he's not going to stop until he uh, realizes or or what he sees is full vindication, and until Letitia James' career is destroyed. Something happened between those two where um, they, you know, where we, we, we're in a situation where we are right now. Russ in White Plains, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Russ in White Plains. Dominic. Hi, Dominic. Hi. Hi. I think uh, Cuomo supported Tish James because he hated Zephyr Teachout. Tish James owes him nothing at all. But, you know, your caller Dominic misunderstands Stan or Forest Hills. He's not a liberal or a progressive. He's more like a neoliberal, closer to a neocon reactionary. He likes Hillary Clinton, the Cuomos, and Chuck Schumer. He even once said that women shouldn't be police. He's a Neanderthal. So, Dom, uh, caller Dominic, don't confuse him with a leftist. He is more like the Uniparty, the Republican rhinos and the Warhawk Democrats. But what I wanted to say, Dominic, is that Chris Cuomo is really a bad role model, especially if you use Godfather standards, because like Henry Hill, he, he's ratting out his friends. Uh, Zucker, Jeff Zucker was his friend, right? And so... Whitey Bulger, he ratted out Italians who were his enemies. He didn't rat out his friends. And it just shows the Cuomos are like this guy, Eric Lander, Biden's science advisor. They love power and they hate people. 
Well, 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 Russ, I, I do want to say this. Um, the business of broadcasting is a cutthroat business. Believe me when I tell you. And um, and I think uh, Chris Cuomo's um, attitude, I'm not saying that I agree with it, but Chris Cuomo's attitude is somehow, some way, he, and we may not ever know the full story. You often don't know the full story. He may feel... He may feel, thank you for the call, he may feel that he received a um, a bad deal and he's like, I'm taking everybody down with me. You know, I'm not saying that it's right, but it seems that that is the situation. We are discussing the fact that Andrew Cuomo appears to be back. Uh, he says that he regrets resigning over what he calls a bogus sexual harassment investigation. And the most important part is he is not ruling out running again. Let's go to uh, Elena in Teaneck, New Jersey. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Good morning. I, um, I just have a thought to share. I think the Democratic Party has a canker sword. <laughs> A canker sore. Uh, that, that comes up every so often, uh, every few years. We have presidents that have been accused of sexual hanky-panky. Mm-hmm. We've had vice presidents that have been accused of sexual hanky-panky. We've had vice presidents accused of treason. We have senators accused, and, and they're all Democrats, we have senators accused of sexual hanky-panky while they're on the foreign relations with foreign hanky-pankiers, okay? Now we have a governor who was accused of sexual hanky-panky. The funny thing is, they none of them were ever destroyed, even in the worst circumstances and the worst public humiliation. They all kept their positions. They all came back. They were as powerful as they were ever. What are we all doing wrong? So While the criminals are are walking around? Yeah, Cuomo will be back. As governor? As anything, whatever he wants to do. Mm. I'm sure he's scheming. Very, very, very interesting. Let's go to uh, Mike in Queens. Mike, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, sir. I want to echo the sentiments. I think Cuomo uh, is full speed ahead. I think he is going to run for governor again because he, you know, warts and all, he's probably got about 40 42% in his pocket. And old shoes fit best. And Kathy Hochul's a mess. And he might just say, you know, what am I waiting for? Let me get my old job back. What say you? That's that's a great question, Mike. Um, I, I, I read it differently. I read it as Hoku is doing quite well in the polls. And um, I, I don't see Cuomo running for governor. But but, you know, Mike, maybe maybe you're right. I think that that um, it, it, no matter what he runs for, the ultimate prize is to become governor again. That is the ultimate prize. But then, Mike, to be honest with you. Um, the governor has to worry about what happens should one or two other women come forward, you know, in terms of uh, a campaign with allegations of uh, sexual harassment. So I I see him running against Letitia James 
And no matter what, the state uh, current uh, state attorney general, no matter what, Cuomo will see that as a victory because it will be a nasty primary, a bloody primary. And I think that he views job number one as taking Letitia James out, period. Let's go to Carol, our friend Carol in New Jersey. Good morning, Carol. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Carol, are you with me? Carol, going once, going twice, gone. Okay. Let's go to Robert in Philadelphia. Good morning, Robert. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. How you doing, Dominic? I'm doing well, and I hope you're doing well. I'm always doing well. Um, I was I was just sitting here enjoying your radio, figuring it's a New York issue. I'll let y'all talk about it and listen like I always do. But then Stan had to call and say something that needs correcting once again. <laughs> and this also goes to an ad that I hear on your radio station involving Curtis. I'm looking at the order right now, dated March 25th, 2020, from the Department of Health. And not only does it say specifically, but it's underlined, no resident shall be denied readmission or admission to the nursing home solely based on a confirmed or suspected diagnosis of COVID. Nursing homes are prohibited from requiring a hospitalized resident who is determined medically stable to be tested for COVID prior to admission or readmission. Okay, so all that nonsense out there, to the contrary, can just stop. And now I will go back to listening to your radio again and enjoying my evening, and I hope you have a great night, my man. Well, that's, that's very kind of you to say, Robert. Thank you. And that becomes the issue. How will the nursing home issue play should uh, Cuomo decide uh, to come out of private life after a few short months and enter the uh, the public uh, arena again? Uh, I don't see him challenging Hochul. Who knows? Who knows? I don't. I don't see him doing that. Uh, but I thought about this earlier, folks. So think about this, Cuomo selects Kathy Hochul from upstate Buffalo to run on his ticket. They win governor, lieutenant governor. Cuomo is forced to step down. Kathy Hochul becomes governor and now is running on her own right uh, for, for governor of New York State. So think about this, folks. So let's say Kathy Hochul, for argument's sake, wins. Cuomo, for argument's sake, challenges Letitia James for attorney general and wins. And so look at the dynamic of the number two, uh, Kathy Hochul, who immediately said that her and Cuomo never had a great close relationship. And now she's the governor and he's the state attorney general. Just imagine that dynamic. Uh, for a second here. Let's go to Steve in Brooklyn. Good morning, Steve. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, in American politics, uh, the public is very fickle. Do you remember Marion Barry, the convicted drug dealer and drug user of Washington, D.C.? I, I don't, I don't, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't recall him being a convicted drug dealer. I can, I remember him uh, being caught in an FBI sting uh, uh, smoking crack. 
crack and heroin. That's right. Well, he he got reelected mayor with the public knowing he went to prison, and uh, so nothing nothing at all seems to prevent or phase the the uh, foolishness of some of the American public. Um, yeah. So, so, Steve, you think he can come back? Um, I I think he would have the gall to do so. He should not do so. Um, Why not? Well, because he's been a disgrace. And by the way, um, what one his behavior has been absolutely undignified in every manner. But what I was going to say is that he's also engineered the scrubbing of his official website, uh, the government website. Many of the early documents concerning uh, the whole problem with uh, the nursing homes and also the, his deliberate attempt to limit the importing of hydroxychloroquine and other uh, therapeutics, those documents by executive order have been scrubbed from his website, which appeared earlier. They're no longer there to be viewed um, in the present time or in the future. Right, but now are, are you sure that Cuomo's behind that and not Kathy Hochul, the current governor? It was Much of the scrubbing occurred when he was still governor. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, Steve, I I thank you for that. Dominic Carter here with you folks. So we're about to take a break. But before we do so, let's go to Jacqueline in uh, Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Um, I just I want to thank your last several callers, first of all, for the information that they provided and setting stand straight. Um, Also, what I wanted to say, I think this whole entire thing was orchestrated with Cuomo. He purposely resigned. Because he knew if he would have been impeached and they would have found him guilty, he would not have been able to run for any political office ever again. He knew that, which is why he cut the deal that he did. And as I had mentioned to you and to other hosts of other programs, he is responsible, at least in my opinion, for my father's death, being one of those thousands of people that he should be held accountable for criminally negligent homicide for the decisions that he made. And when Stan talks like he does, I'm so grateful that so many of the callers call him out. I have been wanting to call him out for months. Every time he opens his mouth, he proves how ignorant he is. And it's just, it's just an all around disgrace with Cuomo. So do you believe Mr. Cuomo could win? Probably with with the mentality of the voters that we have in this state, no doubt. Wow. One of them being Stan and mm-hmm. many other callers that have proved their ignorance when they've called your show and other shows as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be very interesting. And I thank you for the call. And I, I do I do apologize for what happened. You mentioned you said your parents. My my father, yeah. Father. Well, both my parents indirectly. They didn't come down with COVID, but because of the circumstances with the nursing homes being overwhelmed as they were mm-hmm. and not allowing outside visitors, yeah, that contributed to the death of both my parents, yes. I can't, I can't begin to imagine a scenario where a loved one is in a facility and you can't visit them and, and you can't reach out to them and and the last person that they see, if they're lucky, happens to be a staffer uh, at the facility. It's it's just it's just horrible. And so thank you for the call. And that issue does resurface in terms of should Cuomo run again? Uh, how much will that impact 
uh, his um, his potential campaign either for governor or state attorney general should he decide uh, to run. The reason why I think he's going to run is that it's not in his DNA to accept what he feels Letitia James did to him. So for no other reason, it is my belief. And so Jacqueline may be correct that when he resigned, he knew that was the only path to make a potential comeback rather than being kicked out by the legislature. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And I am going right back to your telephone calls in just a second. A couple of other stories that are catching um, my attention. New York City anti-Semitic crimes were up nearly 300% in January. Think about that for a second. And the latest incident involved a uh, Jewish man ambushed from behind. The man dressed in traditional Hasidic Clothing was attacked in Brooklyn Friday night when an unknown male ran up to him and punched him in the face from behind. Why? Why? Another story catching my attention. Smash and grab robberies are continuing to um, plague our area, this time at a mall near me the Westchester Mall in White Plains. The video captures the moment. Shoppers and clerks tried to stop two thieves from looting the Louis Vuitton store while mall security in front of the store looks on and does nothing. Also, the Burberry store uh, at the uh, at the mall, and folks, I'm telling you, the only thing that's going to stop this, the only thing that's going to stop this, and in a moment, I see I have a phone call from uh, a Jake uh, in Minnesota, a nursing home worker, and um, I'm going to go to Jake in just a second. But the only thing that will stop these smash and grabs you got to make an example out of these criminals. They must be made an example of. If you don't, it's not going to stop. We have to have off-duty, plainclothes, armed police officers patrolling or hired by these establishments. It has to stop nationwide. But it's not going to stop under progressives. And that brings me to city council member Tiffany Caban. She's considered a socialist. And uh, Ms. Caban, Caban, who was also the Queens district attorney, who was almost a district attorney, is warning her constituents that the new anti-gun unit will be coming to the 114th precinct. And she's urging constituents 
particularly black and Latino males, to be familiar with their rights and warns that the NYPD is returning to failed strategies of the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Caban, I mean, oh, she's also a, uh, a former public defender who proudly ran for her Astoria-based uh, district seat on a defund the police platform. And, oh, by we're at it, while we're at it, and I'm going to go right back to the telephone calls, and coming up at uh, 1 a.m., Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, he'll join me in just a couple of minutes. Overall crime in the Big Apple continues to spike a nearly 60% hike in the past week alone compared to the same period last year. And that's even amid the cold temperatures that were outside. And that's according to NYPD uh, stats. And if you go to the Post website this morning, you'll see there's a story that says, quote, hell in Harlem. Manhattan DA Bragg's neighbors want to slap him in the face over crime surge. So we discussed Cuomo tonight. I didn't lead with, with crime. We can't lead with crime every night, but the situation still exists. I mentioned we were going to Jake in Minnesota. Good morning, Jake. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Go right ahead, Jake. Well, I'm not totally familiar with your program, sir, but I heard a comment about uh, a loved one being, uh, because of the COVID regulations and nursing home, that people were uh, uh, kind of alone at the end of their life. Yes. Was that, was that correct? Did I yes. That? Yes. Yes. I'm not sure what your take is, was on it, but uh, <clears throat> I've been in the nursing home area for probably six years now, and I just wanted to say that the COVID regulations in nursing homes, to me, seem very inhumane. I see people declining three times as quickly as they used to decline because they they lack social interaction. Uh, wow. The, the care that goes along with, the, you know, if we're not caring for our elderly in this society, we're going wrong. We, you know, we've, we've done wrong. I don't, I don't remember what you uh, what was exactly said. But, no, but uh, I, I agree with you, Jake, and I, I really do. I, I don't want to cut you off. I, I appreciate your comment, but I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. So you work with uh, senior citizens, and you're telling us that if they don't have the normal interaction under a normal situation, they are they're becoming ill three times as fast. Is that is that correct? I think um, you know when they're not getting this. For example, um, the uh, social interaction that they normally would have with family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen people die without family around for weeks because there's COVID running through the facility. And, you know, it's it's not – it can be deadly for some people depending on their condition. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think it really hurts people, and that's that's been a sad thing. That's all I really have to say, sir. Well, Jake, thank you and uh, for the call, and thank you for working with senior citizens. Thank you uh, very much. Very important job, and and uh, Jake is right. We have to look at how we treat our seniors, how we treat children, how we treat each other. 
Let's go to Tom. Tom is in Westchester. Good morning, Tom. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Uh, forgive me. I'm just going to go on a little bit of a tangent uh, regarding the crime. Nothing is going to change in New York. The grounds have been laid for uh, people of, of uh, whatever uh, color or background who are uh, law-abiding citizens. It's all stacked against them. Uh, from the political to the, uh, the the laws, the legislative, to to uh, any and law enforcement. Eric Adams can talk all he wants about putting cops in the street, but what it means nothing if you do not lock up the criminals. So I mean, it, it is they're not Democrats anymore. They are socialists. They are radicalized. They are militant. These politicians. They don't care about. They don't care about any citizen in New York City who works, who obeys the law. It's all about them. And that would lead me all right to uh, former Governor Cuomo. He's the man who signed a lot of the, legis- the no-bail laws I- into effect. So, and this is a man who is a master tactician. He learns from the best, his dad, uh, about how to get away with things, how, how to uh, not be a direct party to any corruption. So, so, you know, everybody else has taken a fall for many things that he has been involved in, from construct, from contracting to uh, the bridge to uh, the nursing home. This is a man who mandate, who forced nursing homes, mm-hmm. do, do as I say or else, or, or you lose funding. He forced them. The man broke the law. He killed thousands. Okay, I, I, and, hear, and, and, I hear you, Tom, but can he make the political comeback? This is a man, absolutely, absolutely. Why wouldn't he? This man's ego is gigantic. Do you think he's going down like that? I, I mean, this, this, this man knows, doesn't know anything about defeat. He's a straight-up thug, always has been. Uh, I, I mean, Letitia James wants him out and everything. Why? Because she, like all uh, district attorneys, were, they have the big eyes for this governor. Next, what's the next position? Running for governor or maybe mayor. And now, and she's going to see Hockle as a, as, a, as a stepping stone too. And and I disagree with you thinking that Hockle's doing a pretty good job. She's just very subtle and very you know calm when she gets up there. But really, she's mandating all the schools, all these kids. She wants kids, children under six to get shots too, and everything else. Okay, I mean, hey, but Tom, to- but Tom, 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 but what she's got to get a see, folks. We have to be realistic about politics. She has to get elected first, and okay. so. If she does what you want her to do, she'll be jumping out the window politically, and she won't be elected. Well, for like that simple reason, like at Ms., uh, Rob Astorino wants to run for for uh, governor on the Republican side. Right. He'll have he he's up against a. I mean, you got so many people who just want free things, who just want they're willing to put aside. You got so many people. I mean, who who are going to vote Democrat because of free things? And and because the left, the only people who are going to go for Astorino are maybe the, the the minority here in New York who want law and order, and then maybe the ones upstate who who uh, you know obey the who want the constitutional rights. Everybody else and, and don't care about the constitution. They, well, they they just want what's free. They want uh, the, the criminals. They all think they're victims. Uh, well, I I hear you, Tom, and I I uh, I thank you uh, for the call. 
Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. And Frank joins me right now. What do you have coming up, Frank? Hello, Dominic. Well, we're going to be following up on this story, and uh, I have some interesting insight. You know, I was, again, not to toot my own horn here, but I was one of the first people to say, remember, it was originally reported that Cuomo was going to run for governor not attorney general. And I was one of the first people to say that I thought that it would be attorney general, not governor. And this was when uh, the field was very much unsettled. Yes. So I think uh, I think it's a very interesting thing. So we're going to be talking about this. We, we, we've really been enjoying having some of these midnight panel discussions. So we have an interesting panel of people joining me next hour. Corey Windelspeck, who you remember, was the person who got them to change the decorations at the Holland Tunnel. He's going to be here. And uh, Marlena Shivo, who's one of our favorite guests, she's going to be here as well. In the 4 o'clock hour, we're going to talk about this uh, radio talk show host that was fired for his comments about the WNBA and uh, a little, uh, you know, some other things related to some of the COVID restrictions being lifted in blue states now. Is this the end, finally, of all these pandemic-era restrictions? We're going to talk about it with Ralph Romeo, who's an actor, a personal trainer. He's been a radio talk show host as well. And I have a few other interesting things on, on my plate that uh, I think the audience will find interesting as well. And I look forward to. So the question becomes... Mm. Did you have a hot date tonight with your wife? <laughs> no. Uh, again, uh, as as a uh, guy that's been married a while and uh, and a guy that's a father of of two, I think you you know that hot dates are uh, a very much a distant memory. The reason why I ask, I, I love the uh, shirt tie combo with the suit that you. Yeah. Have. Well, the, the situation that I'm in now, Dominic, is you know, especially since our, the baby was born, I have put on some weight, and I am now up to maybe three shirts that fit me. So I just keep recycling them. And there's only one with a collar. And so I figured it's a purple shirt. People uh, that are watching on uh, on video could see, but it's a purple shirt. So I figured let me do the Regis thing and have a, the same color tie as the shirt. It's a little it unorthodox, works. But, but it works. Thank you. And look Thank at you that. You're much. going back to the days of Regis. I'm look, trying. Because he's the one that made exactly. that popular. Right, exactly. Is that a Regis tie? Uh, no, it's a little skinny. It's a Joseph A. Bank tie, actually. Oh, okay. Joseph A. Bank. So in wrapping up uh, the my part of the uh, air for tonight, you select the next call. All right. Well, how about uh, how about George? George, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC with Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Hi, guys. Dominic, um, I was a court clerk for many years. I worked in 100 Center Street. You probably would recognize me. Years ago, though, I was thinner and I had more hair. But that's beside the point. Okay. I worked in Queens Supreme Court for 35 years. I knew all the characters there, the politicians. I was at Mario Cuomo's house. Very good lawyer. You're missing one thing. He will not run for a lower position. He's going to see the election. And if Chuck Schumer does not become Speaker of the House, this is what I heard the scuttlebutt at the courthouse. You could take it or leave it. As you know, Dominic, everybody comes to the courthouse. The politicians right, you're, you're correct. Gang. I, I just have 15 Schumer's seconds left. Under the bus and he's going to primary Schumer. That's mm. my prediction. Mm. Well, I, I, I don't see that. but, but what I think do you it's think, unlikely. Frank? I think it's unlikely. I think if Schumer gets a primary, it'll be from someone like an AOC. Right. We agree on that. Well, folks, you want to keep it right there. Fantastic radio is coming up. Very interesting. And that is with Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.